this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Vizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Last week, the party discovered some useful items in a water-weird graveyard at the bottom of the Northern Islands Lake. After defeating a live weird, Kit found the shattered remains of several frozen ones, killed when their home froze over through the power of the portal to Cania that the tieflings had opened. These shards are imbued with the magic of that frozen realm, and as Kit pointed out, could be very useful against fire elementals in the future. After proceeding on to the Northern Islands Arcanium, our adventurers were debating on the best way to enter the building and retrieve the water key when Robert appeared with a warning. Why doesn't Robert think the party is going to sit down and chat in the node chamber? What have they been up to since our adventurers left several days earlier? And will Flick indeed leave this island with an army of dispossessed devils at his side? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Huzzah! (laughs) Yes. Let's do it. I thought you might like that. How we doing this week? Hi, everybody. Oh, my God. If I have a bunch of little mini-me's running around, just, like, doing my bidding. <laughs> now, wait a I minute. Now, it. wait a minute. <laughs> now, because this is also, that's a different and much more delightful image, which is not <laughs> just Flick leading an army of devils, but Flick leading an army of devils that he has somehow magically altered to look like tiny <laughs> Flicks. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and I've got to find somebody to make little brooms for them all, <gasps> oh, so that they oh also God. have brooms. This is giving me very fly, strong. Fly, my pretties. Fly, fly. Oh, that, that too. <laughs> But I was going to say, this is giving me very strong, we shoot tiny clones of ourselves from our hooves centaur world vibes right now. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) That's another media wreck. We love the media wreck. Oh my God. Yeah, I can't remember if I've I've recommended this, but everybody has to watch centaur world. It's beautiful. It's incredible and funny and voice like it's a musical animated series uh with uh you know incredible voices including uh Kimiko Glenn and uh and oh my god Megan Hilty Megan Hilty and Jesse no, the Mueller Jesse Mueller that's the one uh, uh, uh love all three yeah of those I know ladies. really good cast very weird story about a world uh that in which everyone is a magical centaur of some sort so every animal is a centaur so there are no zebras for example there are zebra tars and there are no birds there are bird tars isn't uh, there like a cyclop tar yeah like a cyclop <laughs> Yes, it's and then, and ev- and all of the centaurs have different magical powers, but every one of them has the power to shoot tiny clones of themselves out of their hooves. And the first time they do it on the show, you know, the the main the Megan Hilty character uh, fires off uh, several clones of herself, and she's like, "And that's a thing that we can do." And then she sings a song, and then it cuts to the little clones that are all standing around on the ground, <laughs> looking around and going, "Why was I created?" and running away, <laughs> running around. <laughs> <laughs> What is this on? Uh, Netflix. Can you text it to me so that I will remember? Because I won't remember in 50 minutes. So good and so weird. Uh, But that's what that was giving me, Flake, with your little army. Yeah. My little clothes myself. I have two things. Dirty 20. Listen, I missed something while I was gone. You all started saying Dirty 20. It's a Dirty 20. It's so funny you say this because my friend Cody reached out to me about this too. But yeah, he texted me and said that we started saying "dirty 20 yes. and he has. There's no explanation. No. But we all know what it like means. We... No. Hold on. A dirty twenty is when a roll, after adding or subtracting any appropriate modifiers, equals twenty. It's called a dirty twenty in order to differentiate between a natural twenty or a critical success, which is when a twenty is rolled on the die. I listeners, you, I want you to know that he did that. That no practice. Like that was, <laughs> 
That's exactly. It was a one take wonder right there. <laughs> one take about the definition of a dirty twenty. So take that, it, Michelle Bateau. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> Which is not a joke that's going to make any sense on here. <laughs> um, so yeah, it just started sometime while I was gone. There's no explanation. And I was like, well, maybe I missed it, whatever. And then I was like, no, I didn't miss that. You all just started saying it. It's so weird. It's like alternate reality. I don't know. I also Did we bear and stain bears this podcast? Yes. Oh, I hate it. Berenstain Bears? You don't bears? know about this? Oh, oh, have you not heard about this? And Shazam? Mm-hmm. Yep. What? Mm-hmm. We are six and a half minutes in, so uh, maybe next week's banter will be about okay. the Berenstain Bears. Uh, the, ne- the Nelson Mandela effect is actually what I think it's yes. called. Uh, Google it, listeners, and we'll yes. talk about it later. Shall we play some D&D? No, I have one more thing. Okay. Okay, I saw something on TikTok. Does anyone do a Boston accent? A good one? <laughs> I, mean, I, can talk like, I can talk like really wide and like, I don't know, talk right. like this a little really bit. Like, what do you, like, what do you I just got to say want... words with lots of, with lots of the, uh, the car vowel. You know do what you, I mean? Like, like, you want to like go to Cape Cod? Like, I don't know. Like, what are you talking about? I don't understand. I went to Harvard to get some water. This is an oral hellscape. <laughs> this is the best thing. I apologize to every yeah, single listener's ears. Okay, so this girl on TikTok was like, I always wondered why in Little Women they called their mom Marmy. And then she's like, and then I realized it's Boston. Joe Mach. <laughs> Joe Mach. <Peter> Lawrence. <laughs> Mommy. Mommy. <laughs> so they're saying Mommy, but it's written Marmy. <laughs> Anyways, Alex, can you loop that into where we were at in the game last week? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Joe Match. I can't. Joe Match. Maybe that's one of the accents we missed on Robert's head that got Yes! That's the decapitated one. Decapitated Boston accent. Oh, God, that's the... We'll never hear it from DM Jazzy Hands, which is so sad. So we dive in. (laughs) Robert has come around the side, and weirdly, where there was a missing head, there's now a Red Sox pennant. I don't know where it came from. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a Patriots head. Wow. All right. So Robert comes around with a with a Red Sox pennant and says, I don't know. I don't think you all want to go down there. Not, at least not till we have a talk. A talk. A talk. A talk. A talk. It's like, that sounds a little more Long Island than yep, coffee. Yep. 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 Sure did. That happens Too all the coffee? time. And I just got park the car. Okay. We're going to have coffee with that talk. Right, I'm not. This is not going to be his voice if we can't get through it. Okay, no, I'm fine. It's fine. Tell okay, us what's go. What's going Why on? Why are over you there? here? The heads spin because I I can't continue to do this. The heads spin around and different face of this Robert says, uh, "You gotta, you gotta come with me. There are things in there you you wouldn't even believe. I I've been able to hide for the most part. They haven't found me yet, which is good. Uh, oh, I do have. You know what? Can we can we not stand? I mean, sometimes they do." come and go. We should probably not stand by the door. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Mm -hmm. So Robert uh, moves you all sort of off into uh, the trees a little ways away and continues to explain to you all uh, that the good news is, is that they know where the key is. The other good news is that uh, it's in the note chamber. Uh, The other good news is that they have managed to, to, well, find slash excavate tunnels from 
the new landing site of the Arcanium out to the surface again. So there are ways to access the node chamber directly, uh, which is good because there's a rotating cast of characters on the top floors, uh, mostly devils. It's not great. And so you'll be able to get directly to the node chamber. The catch, though, right, is is that it's a it's it's guarded. Uh, you all remember those big white bug-looking devils. They sort of looked like they were in charge after your sister, Flick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one of them found the water key. Oh, so it has it. Yeah. Yeah, and it knows it's real powerful and is like, well, not really sure what to do with it, just knows it needs to keep it if it wants to have some sort of power on the new island order whenever that shakes out. So it sort of built itself a little, like, not fortress, but, like, home in the node chamber, and it's got a big old lizard guarding it a bit, too. Not a, not a dragon, to be clear. It's some sort of lizard or something. I don't really know. I've never seen it before. A, a, a lizard from Kenya? Like, uh, I must have been. I've never seen one around these parts. Okay. Well, do you think these devils would rise up against those other devils and maybe help us in the endeavor? <laughs> Flick, dear heart, you're very persuasive. <laughs> I could try. So I don't want to say no to you, but it seems... Based on my observation of the devils around this part, the ones that are still up here and haven't already, like, allied with the ice devil, not super bright. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Kind of stubborn, a little, you know, forgetful. Okay, which you're talking you know, about me. You're talking about me. <laughs> me. I understand. It's okay. I was also gonna do it. I was also gonna do it. It's, it's really rude that you incredible, <laughs> incredible. We don't know each other that well yet. Uh, Is so, it's yeah. not a holding it? It's just well, in, like, could what? we be mm-hmm. invisible and sneak in and snitch it and then sneak out? What do you all know about this key? Nothing. And uh, not a thing. That explains it. Okay. Well, you uh, and Robert, point they point at you, Bria. You've got the that one uh, and points at the fire shield. Mm-hmm. So you remember, right, like the elemental keys are different than the school keys, right? The school keys sort of, you know, well, you, you all know you wear them, you use their powers, whatever. But the elemental keys, they're sort of more violent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you got this shield, right? The water key is a weapon. Okay. If I remember correctly, it's a it's a whip. Ooh. That's fun. That is really yeah. fun. I mean, I thought so too. <laughs> I mean, fun if you're not at the receiving end, I suppose. Depends so we on can how assume... you do it. <laughs> so you could I mean, so I would feel safe telling you to assume that the ice devil is probably carrying it. Carrying the okay. whip. Well, then we have to find a way to, to take out I guess take out the I don't know. Take out the I lizard? I need a long rest. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. A long rest and a planning sesh. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, it's not very comfortable as spacious, but I've sort of dug out a little home for myself underneath the note chamber. Uh, you're always welcome. Would you like Let's to stay it. with us in a tiny hut, Robert? I mean, my home is just like a couple of feet. That <laughs> I'll just go, ho- but I'll see you in the morning. Is it okay if I don't sleep over? It's okay. Okay. Is it okay if we're right next door? I mean, yeah, just, you know, Why try you not to, to let Robert's the potty house? get too loud. I need my beauty rest. <laughs> the head spins, and the other voice is like, no, you don't. We're a robot. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have ideas. You all can sort of go. You can go check out Robert's little area. Uh, it's interesting the way that they've done it because, like, you'll remember the dragon sort of ruined a lot of the tunnel system that used to be down there when they just sort of blasted through to chase you all. Um, so they've like they've excavated a little like side tunnel uh, that's remarkably well hidden considering it's only been a few days uh, since you all last left. Um, it's not very spacious, but it is pretty well hidden, uh, which probably explains why the Ice Devil hasn't yet discovered Robert. Uh, so y'all can spend some time there hanging out with them. Uh, Tiny Hut, when you're ready, I, we will just let this day play out. You all can long rest, make a plan, uh, and move forward. Okay. What are your ideas, Bria? That was violent. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, what were your ideas, Bria? Now I'm creeped out, Rithmala. <laughs> Um. <laughs> what were your ideas, Bria? <laughs> I could go. Do you want me to keep going, or? Yeah, I no. think so. That can be. Uh, we got about I don't know, like forty-five minutes left. Sure. To just keep trying it out. Two to another. Two. What are your my, ideas, Bria? What are oh, your God, ideas, no, Bria? Uh, my initial instinct is that Biz should be in charge of the lizard. Stunning strike! Stunning strike! Stunning strike! Yes. Sure. No. We can try out our new weapons. Weapons are uh, cold damage, not going to do shit against an ice devil. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you're so smart. Weppies. You're so smart. Weppies. I will make anything. Miss take advantage. Or inspiration. I have it. Ooh. God ah. damn it, y'all. I know. I almost never <laughs> have it, too, and it's the one time I do. And then we should try to trap ourselves in again like we did last time. Those were the, like the two thoughts, is we should try to freeze the Lizzie, and we should try to trap ourselves in so that nobody else can come in, and it's just us versus the two of them. Also, y'all, I haven't played d d in a very long time, so if anyone else wants to say all of this is wrong... <laughs> No, not uh, wrong. I, I yeah, I don't. I'm certainly not gonna. I I like the stunning strike. I've been using it a lot more. Mm. Um, my next thought process: Does someone, i.e., work? Do you want to attune to the Earth Key? Because I think, I think out of game, we've discussed that Flick is the most likely to be able to use it. The the th- the other thing that I and I can't remember if we discussed this in an episode or not. But the other important thing to remember is that you can only be attuned to one key at a time. And so the problem, and I think why no one attunes to the Earth Key, is because Kit could kind of make use of parts of it too, but you would have to lose all of the higher tier abilities from the old keys. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So what I was going to say is actually maybe I should attune to the Earth Key because I've only been attuned to whatever for one minute and I already used the the annual spell. So I get basically nothing out of, what is it, the Abjuration Key? Is that what the I have? The Abjuration yeah. Key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at this point. Because That's I also true. would lose my precogs and yeah. my tug the tapestry. Oh, yeah. Be sure and roll yeah. those since you're long yep. resting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate to say it, but at some point you're going to have to if we all need to be attuned to keys. Now, that wasn't stated. Okay. I should, And I was it. thinking about this the other day. Okay. Yeah. And I, and I think that's a me thing. I don't think I was clear. You all, all right. need the keys in your possession, the elemental keys in your possession, but we do not need to be attuned, attuned to them. Yeah, that's, thank you for saying, for, this is good, because I have been thinking about that and realizing I should clarify it both to you all and to the listeners, because uh, that's important, yeah. Cool. Can a monk use a whip? <laughs> I don't a believe a whip is a monk weapon. My immediate instinct was for like Kit to have that, uh, because she always uses thorn whip. She's already got her practice, you know what I mean? What about you, Bria? Can you use the whip? I don't know. You're already attuned to the shield, though. Yeah. 
as much as this is a fun conversation, I wonder if we should uh, wait yeah. until we actually acquire the whip to decide True. how we're gonna uh, yeah, divvy up our toys. Yeah, thank, I do love that we're, that we're divvying out treasure that you have not yet acquired. I've not obtained. Because we have so much confidence that we're gonna get it that we're just like, who needs to play? Historically, plan? treasure-seeking Gosh. operations like this do particularly well when they pre-divvy their, their spoils. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you met us? Have you met Bria? Fair. Last episode, she was trying to keep all the ice shards. Fair. Somehow I have them all in my possession again. It's very weird. <laughs> no, you do not. <laughs> I actually do have a, like, uh, uh, if I can get eyes on either the lizard or the devil, I can know all of its weaknesses right. and things. Yeah. So if I can get eyes on the lizard specifically, because that's the one that we don't know as much about. Do you want to try and do that during the planning? Like, before you all make the assault? Or do you want to do it, like, as you're... How, when would you like to do that? Well, if I could, tr- if if Robert think that thinks that there's a way that we could get in and quietly lay eyes on this thing, I think I can go ahead and do that now. They could definitely sneak you in. There is, you know, they as with everything, there's a chance that you will be detected. There's a chance you'll roll shitty on your stealth check. But but the, like, as far as Robert is concerned, like it is possible. Yes. Sure. And we have Pass Without Trace. Uh, If you want to go with uh, Kit, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so let's just, uh, real quick, uh, Kit, you've got to do it with the staff, so it doesn't cost a spell slot, so that's fine. So uh, let me have Kit and Flick, and I'll roll for Robert, make dexterity stealth checks at a plus 10 on top of your normal modifiers. Kit. 27. Flick. That is also a 27. Okay, and Robert got a 19, which is not good, but is good enough, thanks to the Pass Without Trace. Turned out it was Robert all along. That was the problem. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, all right, so you can do that. You can spy in. What you see when you go, when you poke your head uh, up through, basically up through, like, the big fucking hole in the floor of the node chamber that was left by a big old white dragon. Um, So you sort of poke your head up and you see several things. First of all, the node chamber is a mess. There's a big hole in the floor. The doors have been shattered open by that dragon as well. So the doors are in pieces on the floor. And then there are just bits of like ceiling and wall that have fallen and collapsed. There are boulders everywhere ranging from like two feet tall to like Eight feet, eight or nine feet tall. The ceiling's only well. What's left of the ceiling is only about twelve feet up. Uh, there are like whole, there's a whole like quarter of this circular node chamber that's just like you know it would be tough to walk around in there. It's difficult terrain because it's just like covered in like debris and stuff. So it's a it's a an interesting battlefield for sure. You can see where the ice devil has made a little like lean-to shelter by the most intact part of the room and you also see a big fucking lizard. Just a regular lizard? <laughs> uh, what you see is actually make, uh, y'all can make nature checks to start, and then Flick, obviously you will get all of the <laughs> other stuff that you get automatically. But sure. see if you can identify it. Uh, Kit, what did you end up with? 17. Okay, and Flick? That's an 8. Okay, uh, Kit, you uh, maybe have heard of these before. You've heard of like fire newts and fire salamanders that live on the plane of fire. This sort of looks like you imagine is the ice version of that. Uh, so it's definitely a cold creature. Uh, Flick, what is the list of things that you get from Slayer's Prey? Oh, yes. Here, Sorry, it's not Slayer's Prey. It's Hunter's Sense. Ah. Um, but you immediately learn damage immunities. 
Cold. Resistances. None. Vulnerabilities. Fire. All right. Um, and what they are if the creature is not hidden. Oh, like what it is? Yeah, like what it is. Uh, it's a frost salamander, which is a type of elemental. All right. So now we know all of that. Yeah. All right. And you all can make it out with no problem and continue planning. Perfect. So fire damage, friends. Good to know. That'll Good take out know. the lizard. And the other that one wasn't in there. Is that right? I assume he was in his little lean-to. He was not, actually. At the moment, well, he might have been, but you couldn't see him. Uh, But you didn't see, yeah, you saw no sign of the ice devil or the key. But as you said, he could be in the lean-to, he could be somewhere else upstairs. uh, But you didn't catch, you didn't lay eyes on him. I think maybe we should sneak in there and try and surprise the lizard. I'm all about surprise. Especially if we think the devil is not in there. If the devil's not in there, that's actually pretty easy. Let's go. Are we doing it now or are we resting first? After the long rest, right? We've got to rest. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, he's here by himself. Let's go now. Okay. Uh, well, sure. I should also mention because I don't think I did. Uh, the the salamander is very big, um, and actually kind of like you can see that a few of the holes in the ceiling look like maybe they were weakened by the fall and then the salamander is so tall that it like punched its head through so that it could stand up like all the way in places um it's a huge creature all right well um do we just want to go for it or how we feel it i'm good yeah yeah all right right. you all can long rest uh roll your daily stuff flick uh do whatever else it is you need to do at the top of the day Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be dynamite if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We actually have one coming up. I know I think I mentioned it last week, but we haven't yet recorded a new episode yet. Uh, It is coming soon. I'm excited to read it on air. Thank you. Leave us more so we have more consecutive ones to read. We also want to remind you about our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks, like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and more. And if that isn't enough, well, remember, you're also supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere with us via our Patreon at Forward program. You can get more information about that program on our Patreon page. But for right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for their support. Thank you so much to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, and Ark, and to our Shimmer Skilled tribe leaders Eugenio, Eliahu of Mark Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and Harmony Bat. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Enjoy D&D video games, but don't have dozens of hours to dump into another giant RPG? Well, have we got the game for you. Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms is a set-it-and-forget-it idle game featuring tons of your favorite characters from Forgotten Realms lore and from contemporary popular D&D stream shows. You can get more information on the game at CodenameEntertainment.com or on Twitter at at IdleChampions. And when you start playing, use the Electrum Chest codes found every week in our episode notes to get gems, gear, and other power-ups all for free. Enhance your characters and defend Faerun with TLR and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms.
We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or really anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in our episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Fancy a little more last refuge in your life? Dream of waking up to a cup of glorp and a relaxing puzzle sesh with Flick? Or maybe you just want to rep your favorite podcast during your morning run with a TLR t-shirt and water bottle? Well, your dreams can be a reality if you go to bit.ly slash TLR merch store, all lowercase, right now. Our merch store is fully stocked with all sorts of TLR goodness, and we're always on the lookout for ideas for new products. Visit the store, pick something out, and be sure to take lots of pictures and tag us on social media media. Okay, real quick, it is summer and schedules are tough. We are going to do our absolute best to get content out to you all every week, but it may not always necessarily be gameplay. Next week, in fact, I believe you will be getting one of the two or three remaining Terran Talks episodes. So a little interview with another one of the team, get to know them as a person a little bit better. So look forward to that. All right, that's all the announcements we've got for you this week. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, fight racism where, when, and however you can, and happy gaming, y'all. Right. So, ready? Yes. Sure. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it. First things first, as you all head back, you are sneaking in, I hear. Kit, I assume we're... Yes. Until I have to cast another spell, I will do a pass without trace. <laughs> so, Dexterity Stealth. Robert is not accompanying you, so you don't have to worry about their bad stealth score. Uh, but the rest of you make stealth checks. Uh, add 10 on top of your modifier. Kit. I used up all my sneakiness yesterday. Uh-oh. It's a 16. <laughs> oh, how interesting. Okay, uh, Flick. A 23. Bizdira. 35. Oh. <laughs> and Bria. 34. Uh-huh! <laughs> <laughs> How's it feel to be one-upped, huh? Oh, the good news is, Kit, the highest pass perception in here is 14, so you're okay. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness for that spell, eh? Uh Uh-huh. All right. So you all are able to get into the big hole in the floor without anyone noticing you the next morning. I'm going to click my boots. Okay. As we're getting ready. Yep. Click the boots. And then what what are we doing? Should we roll initiative? Are we springing out and attacking? Is that what we're doing? Should we plan a surprise first? Well, you'll have the first round of initiative as a surprise round. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So roll initiative. Let's see. Bizdira. Dirty 20. Kit. 14. Flick. Also a 14. Who wants to go first? I mean, I know you hate going first. You can go first if you want. (laughs) (laughs) I can can take one for the team. I'll go first. (laughs) Thank thank you, Kit. Uh, Bria. Nine. I don't don't like sneaking up on things. That's not my jam. Yeah, no, definitely not the rogue's jam. So, Vizdira, what you doing in this surprise round? So excited. Okay, she's going to jump out of the hole, (laughs) run straight up to the lizard, and try to punch it in the face. That's real real big. Okay, so she'll (laughs) she'll punch it in the kneecaps. Okay, great, perfect. (laughs) Kneecap! (laughs) With a stunning strike. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> does a 14 hit? No, it does not. I'm going to use it my does... inspiration. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's a 25. Now that will hit, yes. That will hit. So a stunning strike on that while I roll up damage. All right. Uh, so nine points of damage. Great. It's a 14 to save. That ties. Oh, Okay. Okay, so it does save, but you've got plenty more attacks to try this with. Fine. What was the damage on it? Nine points for that hit. Okay. Fine, then I'll I'll attack twice more. Yep. 16 to hit? 16 does not manage to get through this thing's tough hide. Fuck. All right, then I'm going to attack one more time. Yep, bonus action. Another 19. I'm changing dice. Another 19? Another, no, 16. Oh, 16. Yeah, 16 doesn't do it. And uh, key point. To do another one? Yeah. Okay. For a 22 to hit, and I'll do another stunning strike. All right. We love... Hey, I am proud of you. You're using three key points in a single turn, and it's... Well, we're about to see if it's worth it, but it's good strategy, in my humble opinion. Oh, that's a 10. Stunned. Until the end of my next turn. Correct. So she's... All right. At that point, she's going to use a free action to look back and give a thumbs up. (laughs) Excellent. I love it. Uh, next up in this surprise round is Kit. Okay. I would like to conjure a flaming sphere, please. Oh, boy. And I was just rereading the spell, and I think that I could can do this. I would like to conjure it maybe like, I don't know, 10 feet above the creature's head, and then okay. use my bonus action to slam it into his head and oh. do damage on this my turn. <laughs> absolutely. Let's see. Da, da, da. You can use... Yes, absolutely you can do that. And I'm doing it at a third level. Uh, yes. So is that a deck save, I think? Uh, yes. All right. Does it come with disadvantage he's stunned. he's stunned? Oh, he's stunned, so he auto-fails. Yeah, never mind. Oh, he auto-fails for ah. stun. Yes. Okay. Mm, that is going to be 12 points of fire damage. And of course, since it's fire, that is doubled to 24. Hooray! Well done. All right, anything else, Kit? Oh, no, that was action and bonus action. Uh, you're mm-hmm. still in the hole, though, yeah, Kit? Yes, I am staying in the hole. Uh-huh, fair <laughs> enough. All right, next up in the surprise run is Flick. All right, I'm going with a classic, and I'm going to throw a, let's say, a second level shatter. i got to save my stuff. At this thing. All right, that's a constitution save, right? That is, yes. All right, so it does get to make that save. I hope we're not trying to be quiet about this because this is going to ruin. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, 27 to save on that one. Um, Yeah, that will save, so it'll take half. <laughs> I rolled real good on that one. Uh, Okay, so that is 11 rounded down to what? Five. And then bonus action, I'm going to give Bardic Inspiration to Bizdira. To Bizdira. All right. Uh, what does this ditty sound like? Not you don't have to do it. Just like, what's the genre? It's definitely beep, beep, boop, 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 boop. Like this oh, is we're like, we're, we're, yeah. we're like, yeah, we're going, we're going. Is it kind of electronica too? We're going oh, yeah. to ask you later oh, yes. how you managed EDM. to achieve that. But yeah. Okay. Some EDM. Love it. <laughs> All right. Last up in the surprise round is Berea. I am going to, I'm in dagger. I'm going to do a dagger. Okay. <laughs> So you're running up and running over to it, yeah? Yes. For you, I think, to get across this room and to it... Oh, no, 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 never mind. It's huge, so never mind. You're good. Okay. Yeah, I just want to hit it, and then I am going to um, disengage. Yeah, I thought you might. Um, You'll only be able to get about 10 feet back from it, because it is sort of on the other side of the room from the hole, so it's going to take a bit of movement to get to it as well. I'm a short pill. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So Bria, like, like, literally grabs the edge of the hole hoists herself up and then it's like mm, and lifts herself back down thinks about it hoists herself up again 
kind of measures the distance, lets herself <laughs> back down, and then pulls the short bow. I use one of those little lasers that can measure the distance. <laughs> um, that's a 27 to hit. That'll hit. You deal with advantage, yeah? Oh, yeah, you can roll with advantage. See if you crit. Oh, you did. I did did. roll with advantage, um, and Bizdira's right there, right? Yep, but the advantage gives you your sneak regardless. Yeah. 28 damage. Nice. All right, yep. Uh, uh, Arrow from the bow comes sailing and lands right next to the creature's eye, which is the only way I can justify that much damage from a single arrow. Anything else, you know, and then you disengage. uh, No, you're in the hole, so anything with your bonus action then, Bria? I'm gonna... Hide. Normally I would not let you, but since it is stunned and you are still in the hole, I will allow you to make a dexterity stealth check to to hide down there for the next round. Oh, that is a a 24. Okay. So, at the end of this little surprise round, you some of you have leapt out. Bizdira has leapt out uh, of the thing and punched and stunned the creature. Kit has conjured a ball of flame and just le- rested his little crown on the salamander's <laughs> head. Uh, Flick has let out a deafening shatter that sh- shook through the salamander and the rest of the Arcanium. I think a few bits of the ceiling fell in when you did that too. Not dangerously, but like, it happened. Uh, and then inspired uh, his friends and shot a short bow and then hid. Uh, we circle back around to the top of the round with Bizdira. Bizdira, this thing is still stunned. Yes. Alright, here's what we're gonna do. Attack. Punchy punchy. Uh-huh. That will definitely hit. That is a 23. Oh, yeah. Stunning strike, please. 22. Uh, That is another nine points of damage. Nice. It's pretty hardy creature, right? Looks like it. Okay, so then I'm going to attack again, try to do another stunning strike. Okay. That'll hit. All right. Punch, punch. We're still just kneecapping the shit out of this poor thing, man. Are you going around to different kneecaps, or is it all the same kneecap? It's all the same kneecap. I oh, really don't God, like that this hurts my head. That hurts mm-hmm. me so much in my brain. And if it's over 30 years old, then it's <laughs> extra damage. It's extra oh, damage. Oh, it's going to feel this one for weeks. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be another four points of damage. Okay. Are you trying to stun again? Yes. Okay. It's another 14. Oh, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to use... I'm sorry. I know. I'm going to use a key point, or two key points to cast Burning Hands. <laughs> and he automatically fails, right? Because uh, it's stunned until the end of your turn. Because it's stunned until the so end of my turn. Correct. And that's a dexterity saving throw, so that'll right. do it. And it's 3d6. I'm also going to add my Bardic Inspiration to the damage here. Go for it. Oh, because you can, yeah. 21 points of fire damage. Is is that doubled? No. Okay. <laughs> Shit. So 42, 42 points, points yeah. of, of fire damage, and he's no longer stunned. That's good. And so she's going to move back. Yeah, she's going to move back like 50 feet. Okay. All right. So quickly does she move with those boots that she doesn't even provoke attacks of opportunity, right? Yes. And yeah. also he's still stunned. <laughs> uh, oh, right. End of your turn. Right. So it doesn't matter. And anything else, Bizdira? Nope. That's action, bonus action, and move. That yep. brings us to Kit. I have like no key points left. <laughs> well, hey, but. You know, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, mm. I do love this visual of Bizdira kneecapping the thing twice and then just being like, oh, fuck it. Sticking her thumbs together and exploding a fan of fire into the <laughs> and thing. And then running away. <laughs> and then running away. <laughs> All right, Kit. Okay. Um. So for I'll do my bonus action first and slam the the sphere back into it. It gets to make a save this time. It's okay. It's a sixteen. Ah, uh, that's that's what it needed. Ugh, so I'm tying all of your d 
NPCs this combat. It's weird. <laughs> it's okay. It's still going to take half damage. That's true. And that's going to end up getting doubled anyway, so. <laughs> um, ooh, not as good as last time. That's okay, though. Uh, that is, so the half damage is four. Okay. So eight so, points. So eight's not bad. And then how how far is, like, one of, I assume, I don't know why I'm imagining that it's, like, butt is facing us and its head is away. How far is, like, a leg if I wanted to try to do a thorn whip? Uh, I think it's about 20 feet away, the closest leg, yeah. Great. I'm gonna try to thorn whip it from inside this hole. Hilarious. Do it. Alrighty. Do, do, do. That's gonna be a 19 to hit. That does hit. Alright. Fabulous. Mm. And that is going to be seven points of piercing damage. Seven points of piercing damage as the thorn whip wraps around the creature's leg. <laughs> you, I, I don't know, kid. Do you give it a tug just to see? <laughs> sure. Just to like, yeah. get a sense. Like, can I figure out how heavy this thing is? Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, I love that. So you sort of pull, and it's, it is like trying to pull a piece of the Arcanium wall. Like, this mm-hmm. thing is like dinosaur weight. Like, it ain't going nowhere. Makes sense. I love it. I love it. Which, of course, Kit knew and expected because Kit knows her spells, but I had to point out anyway because, you know, Thorn Whip is where you rip things head off and pull uh, th- rip things head off and pull it t- closer to you. Um, exactly. All right. That was Kit uh, with the Thorn Whip and the Flaming Spear. Flick. All right. I have a question. I'm ready. May I light my arrows on fire via the Flaming Spear? Ha! I get two attacks per round. Is it yes. possible? Where are you? Well, I'm still in the hole, but my plan is to like go up towards the ceiling, uh-huh. and then and and like every time I I load my longbow, I swipe it past the flaming sphere that's right there, and then there go for a longbow attack and get some maybe some fire damage in there as well. Plus, I'm about to use my bonus action to make it my Slayer's Prey, so I get an extra D6 of damage on every first weapon attack. So you have two choices. I'm going to say you've got two choices. One, uh, you can absolutely do that, but the swiping is going to take a bonus action, so you'll need to wait till next turn if you're going to Slayer's Prey. Alternatively, you can fly up and try and fire the arrows through the Flaming Sphere, and I'm just going to change the... You'll still hit if you hit the armor class, but... I'm going to add a little bit on top, and if you succeed on the slightly higher level, you'll fire through the sphere. That's fine. Okay. Can I do that now and also yeah. use my bonus action to... Okay, great. That's to exactly Slayer's Prey? Absolutely, yep. yeah. Yes. That's, that's why I wanted this. to give you the action that did, or the option that didn't require an action. Perfect. Amazing. First attack is a 15. That misses entirely. Oh, amazing. <laughs> uh, the next one's a 17. Uh, that hits, but it doesn't quite catch through the flaming sphere. Uh, so now you all have triangulated the creature's AC to 17. Okay. But I still get an extra D- D6 six from the Slayer's Prey. Absolutely, yes. yeah. That's good. That is a total of 12. What is that? Piercing damage, I guess? Yeah, not bad. All right. Uh, so that's your two shots there. You Bonus action Slayer's Prey. So now you are sort of flying above the flaming sphere and firing down. I love this. I love it very, very much. Uh, it is now, however, 
the salamander's turn. I did kind of hope to be a distraction, too, just because I want my friends to mm-hmm. succeed. So uh, this this salamander creature, like, spent the first six seconds just, like, wide-eyed, and you could sort of, like, see its its uh, torso, like, expanding with shallow breaths. Uh, but now it has ripped free of Bizdira's stun. It lets out a roar and sort of backs up a little bit. And since nobody is now within melee range, so it doesn't have to worry about opportunity attacks, uh, and turns and faces the room, opens its maw, and I need everybody in the room, everybody in this 60-foot cone to make a constitution saving throw. I'm in the hole. The hole advantage if you're down there. Okay. Flick. That's an 18. That saves. Bizdira. 16. That fails. Bria. Uh, 16. Fail. Kit. Mm. 20 adjusted. <laughs> you, oh, you mean a dirty 20. Okay, uh, yeah, that succeeds. <laughs> All right, so those of you who failed get slapped by this cold breath that comes roaring out of this salamander and take 50 cold damage. Those of you who save take 25. If you are uh, resistant to cold, half whatever number you're taking. What about evasion? Evasion is for dexterity saves, not constitution saves. Um, Tell me that every time. (laughs) But Kit and I still have our parkas. So that is what this creature does on its turn. It is angry about what's happening. Bria, that brings us to you. How you feeling? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Did it finish its turn within five feet of my flaming spear? No. And it's pretty big. So. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Uh, Any within part five of it. feet? Yeah, okay, sure. It backed away from it, but not far enough because it needed space to cone you all. My little wimpy 3d6 are going to do their work. Hey, 3d6 doubled, so... Uh. Why couldn't it have been six, uh, all three sixes? No, that's okay. A 13 uh, fire damage, not doubled. 26 doubled. <laughs> Does it, it doesn't get a save if it ends uh, next to it, right? That just happens. It still has to make the saving throw, so... Oh, it does succeed. It's a uh, 21. Okay. Uh, so, so 13. 13 points. Yeah, <laughs> so 13. After all that, it was fucking 13 damage. <laughs> <laughs> really good. All right. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Bria, it is your turn now. Do I have an indication on if I am in fact hidden because in, in, I tried to hide? Um, yeah, it does. It has not looked in your direction once. And this cone of cold pretty much took up the whole room in front of the creature. So it's not like it was aiming at you. You just sort of got caught in the blast. Okay, so then I am going to try to do another short bow attack before I start bringing out the fire. Love that. Bringing out the fire. Excellent. That is a 26. Oh, yeah, that'll do. For 25 damage. Yeah. All right, Bria. So you smack it right in the face just like the other one. Uh, anything else on your turn? You're not going to let me hide again, right? I sure am not. This time it is okay. not stunned and can look directly at you from where the arrow was flowed, was thrown. I'm now, still... what you can do is you can go in the hole and you can have cover, but it knows you're there. I'm still going to do that, though, because I'm afraid of this fire breath or cold breath thing. Yep, so. that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, Bria, as you duck back down in the hole, you hear something, but you can't see exactly what it is that's happening. Those of you who are outside of the hole can see as the door to the lean-to is flung open. The ice devil comes running out, runs over towards the salamander, runs up its tail, and mounts it. Uh, it then re- He then reaches down to his side, where you can see what looks like a normal four-pointed inver- you know, concave side mm. key, 
as he grabs one of the points and pulls, the key sort of liquefies and expands. And the further he pulls, the longer this whip of water becomes. He then turns to you all, looks, I mean, he's kind of got that creepy bug face, so it's hard to tell, but he looks pissed and he snaps the whip and you watch as his entire body, like, becomes encased in rhyme and the water whip freezes into a flexible but incredibly sharp looking whip weapon. Uh, And he turns and unfortunately I think he's going to whip the one in the air. So Flick this ice whip comes sailing towards you. You said you wanted to be a distraction. Oh that's why I asked for it. A 29 to hit? That will hit. So as it slices into you, Flick, you can feel it is sharp. Uh, And it deals you 13 slashing damage and six cold damage, which, of course, for you is half to to three. three. Uh, And then it is going, the whip, the ice whip wraps itself around you and it, the ice devil flings its hand down and you are thrown to the ground and you're not, you don't take any falling damage, uh, but you are prone on the ground. You can have your your broom with you. Uh, But Flick is on the ground and prone and the the, the devil sort of pats the salamander on the side. The salamander rears its head back and lets loose another roar. Could I use my reaction uh, to cast Hellish Rebuke? Yeah, absolutely you can. Perfect. So it's a dexterity Save. What an interesting moment where you are rebuking a denizen of hell with the power of hell. Yeah. I like it. Oh, even with a pretty decent modifier, that is only a 12. Uh, it takes uh, 17 fire damage. 17 fire damage. Unfortunately, unlike the salamander, the ice devil being a true denizen of the hells and, and descended from that power is immune to fire. Oh my god. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, the high, the more powerful ones are immune. And of course, this one's also immune to cold, so really damned if you do, damned if you don't. So true. Flick points his angry finger at this creature and a wash of flames spreads over the uh, ice devil's body. And as the flames uh, retreat, you can see a little bit of the whip began to melt sort of near the handle and the devil just snaps the whip again and it freezes once more into its ice form and it turns and looks at all of you and you can see, you notice, it's almost as if he knows why you're here. He grips the whip tighter and sort of enters a fighting stance on top of the salamander and that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Main... Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what other cool shit this ice devil can do with that whip. Oh, so exciting. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. And if you've got more to say to us, you can, of course, also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D you can go to our website www.dndlastrefuge.com as always I want to thank Robert Hupf my story consultant for this campaign and of course all of you for listening I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands and with me I have Pistira Kit Bria and Flick happy gaming y'all what are we doing consultation Constitution? Uh, Concentration. I love Roman Constitution, don't you?
Bria? I'm a mom! <laughs> <laughs> Another, it's got, now it's got two, it looks like it's, uh, you know, makeup or, or some sort of like face garment. I don't, okay, never mind, cancel. Face, face garment. garment. <laughs> Head dress. I'd like, nope, I'd like to keep it I'm on, please. For. I'd like to keep it on, please. Uh, <laughs> nope, just cutting all of that. Carry on!